0: and welcome to the shungite reality show it is november 16th 2021 my name is nancy hopkins with me is derek Condon, but we don't know where mark is um why don't you say oh there there he is okay i was just gonna say i gotta call him good morning mark how are you uh
1: skype just took forever to start doing good thanks what's
0: what took forever
1: skype took forever to start. oh the
0: skype oh yeah interesting um Sorry. but you're here. <laughs> That's it's all that matters, you're here. Um listen, why don't we have you, Derek, just take a uh explanation of what's happening weather wise there for people that might be listening and, and wanna know what what's the roads like <clears throat> to get to your shop?
2: Oh sure. Yeah, and uh, actually I'm surprised surprised because usually I have Skype issues like daily. Um and I'm still using the web browser version because of that reason. Um, so and actually, that all ties into what we're talking about because we're having oh, shoot, and I need to look up the term. Um, I, I, there's some new weather phenomena term they're talking about on the news, at least new to me. Um, and nobody else I've talked to has heard it before, but basically, we got so saturated with water recently, we're flooding right now. Long story short, um, I actually had to close our store, Mystical Wares, yesterday, um, about five hours early due to. Power, because with flooding, of course, comes power issues and outages. Um, and our POS systems, our cash registers, um, of course, nowadays are all electronic and on the internet. So when you have power issues, you can't even process transactions. And I did go for those um, old school people will just say, like myself. Um, yep, you can get handwritten receipts, but I couldn't even find those um, ways of doing, say, transactions with without electronics. Um, I'd gone to Office Depot, you know, a few office stores, and couldn't find those little handwritten receipts. Um, So I was trying to do that, too, for just this occasion, as a matter of fact. Uh, But yeah, we're flooding, and the levee broke in a couple spots. We're Our actual store's, I don't know, maybe 200 yards at best from the river itself and the levee, Um, but it hasn't broken next to us, so we're not flooding in. I am in the store right now. I'm in my office, so actually, I should have started with that. If all of a sudden I'm gone, you know what happened. The power went out or something. Um, and then you guys will just have to continue. But so we're dealing with that. And a lot of people can't get to the store because a nearby bridge, um, it's just the store's on west side Mount Vernon. And there's a bridge that gets you here. It's been closed due to uh, flooding. Again, the water level reached the top of the bridge. And so there's trees hitting it. for those that don't know, we're up here in the Cascade Mountains. So when we have flooding, Nancy, I don't know if it's the same. I would doubt it's the same in your area. We have whole trees that come just launching down, hitting things, um, be it bridges, houses, or whatever else is in that area. Um, so that's kind of the biggest issue. But no, we're good right now. Um, and who knows if the store will stay open all day. So I can't even for those, um, those uh, community members that are listening that are local, we're open today. Come on in and we'll announce online like we did yesterday, Facebook, and post something on the front door if we have to shut uh, but we're open now, so that's kind of our situation. Well, maybe they should call before they try. <laughs> well, they can't even do that because, long story short, I don't have the the money to be blunt to pay a person to man the phone because we do get so many phone calls that it's uh. it's just not a feasible thing for a, a family, you know, mom and pop business. It's just hard to do that, and that's unfortunate. But we do go through voicemails multiple times a day, all day long, and try and respond as quick as we can. But no, our number online and on Google and everywhere else does go to a voicemail box, just due to lack of staffing, to be honest. Um, so, and, and we hope that'll change in the future. Um, but we do every; they all get responded to, and very, very quickly, as quickly as possible. I'll put it that way. Um, so, anyway,
0: awesome. Where yeah. did you?
2: Yeah, and I don't know if Mark had a, a lineup for save stuff or Nancy, if you wanted to get into the. I'll check right now while I'm kind of babbling and see if the wands made it online yet. Because Olivia is scurrying, not yet. So we'll talk about those in a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, we've got, we got a couple of hours.
2: Yep, so you go where you want to go.
0: Um. Mark, do you know anything about, I mean, are, are you getting any weather fluctuations or problems?
1: It's been pretty um, steady here with a with, uh, little bit of sun and cold back and forth. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last month, last couple months with more, more... Uh, uh adventurous i guess so yeah i kind of leave that to yasmin as far as when the next rains will be uh necessary so i'm probably going to ask her to to ramp it up after the holidays next week um yeah so it's been it's been good up here
0: oh uh, i'm reading in the chat room she's saying oh dear perfect foggy and light rain weather in california i guess we need to get the Eagle to encompass the entire Pacific Northwest to help Derek. Um, I I was talking to Derek last... Well, actually, we got cut off, Derek. (laughs) We never did get back on the phone. I didn't know if you had lost the the signal completely or were just in a dip.
2: A cell tower went down due to flooding.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Um, And... So at that point, I said, you know, uh, well, we had sort of touched on it, but when you're dealing with this kind of thing, you have to also kind of take into consideration um, the concept of dominion. And it was like we never quite committed to doing anything. I'm talking about Derek and myself about the Eagle, you know. And so I sort of, like, spaced it out. I didn't think of it until he's calling me and he's leaving the the business because of flooding. And I said, well, come on, Eagle. Uh, Maybe we better, you know, just stop the rain there. Stop stop the rain over Derek. I mean, I think I have enough connection domain-wise to just at least do that. But, yes, it's something we have to consider is, um, you know, especially because it's a weird weather system
2: you know it i'm gonna look it up right now and see what it's called because yeah. it's... let's find out yeah. what
0: we got on the yeah. know what it all is because um well i mean california got hit with that what they call it it's storm cyclone or something crazy cyclone weather cyclone i don't know what it was called but, all of a sudden, we're getting well, we don't know see the thing of it is is that we really don't know if this is natural patterns or not because okay. you know it's go back i mean the Earth is you know a very old planet, and it goes through these fluctuations that i I was looking years ago when the first when they first started talking about this climate thing, and I was looking at statistics regarding carbon. And, you know, because you can see, you know, in a analyzing the growth of a tree, let's say, um, you know, what kind of compounds and, and chemistry was involved at that time. And they found sections of time where the carbon dioxide uh, levels of the planet were, you know, extraordinary high compared to what they are now. And still everybody survived. You know, it's it's... It's like when you're talking. It was like down here. I get this flood. Ah, it's a 50-year flood. What's that mean? Oh, you don't get one of those kind of floods for, you know, once every 50 years. Okay. The next year. 50-year flood. (laughs) I'm going, wait a minute. We just had a 50-year flood. And I ended up having... 350-year floods, and then a hundred-year flood.
2: (laughs) Atmospheric river, they're calling it. An atmospheric
0: atmospheric
2: river. river. Yep. Huh. Atmospheric river. That was new to me and everybody else I talked to. You know, I'm not saying it's a major conspiracy theory. I'm just saying kind of unusual. I don't know, but I tell you what, they sure pegged it, right? Because that's what it was. A river in the atmosphere dropped on us. And then, of course, the rivers on the surface rose. And everything else around them. Our parks that are, I don't know, literally maybe a quarter mile down the road from us right now are all underwater. Um, they're gone. The playground equipment, done, underwater. And, again, Nancy, this is you're probably the one person. Well, not the one. But, you know, you really know about flooding. Um, so you know what it can do and how fast and how
0: it can affect you. Um, well let, let me let me let me just put this out there for anybody that ever sees a situation when they start to flood you know do this for yourself look at your house and look at the floor and say what would happen if i had 6 inches of water in this house and walk around the house and look you're going to be astounded <clears throat> at how many things are close to the floor at least I found that out. And then go around again. If it, you know, gets a little worse, go around again and say to yourself, what is going to get into water if I have a foot in this house? And now you're going to have to go to work. And keep doing that. If it keeps, you know, you keep getting, you know, concerned about it because in many cases there's things that are so valuable to you that are going to be gone if you just don't go through this and what happens is that water can come in so fast that you're not prepared for it. Your brain just goes into non-compute, you go into panic and now you're in trouble. So you have to get your head into it. You know, oh yeah I've got that box of books there and the photographs are down on that and okay and oh Look at this over here, you know. Just know what your environment is and what you will have to, what you're willing to let go and what you cannot let go. Get the cannot let go up as high as you can. Because water is unbelievably, you can get more water in an area that you're going, how could the water, what's containing the water? The the highest it got in this house, and this is another weird thing, was that this was the first time, and it, it sounds almost like the same thing, they're calling it something different. But in our case down here, they started calling this weather pattern that we got into training. And it was one storm after another following exactly the same path. And when I say same path, this was a mile and a half of continual rain. <clears throat> for twenty four hours, the rain came in, and we had to evacuate the house had to take the the dogs out the cats they can get up, you know, but got got the dogs out, us off the automobiles off the property, you know, go over to Sandy's house behind us. when I came back into this house with Cindy, she was staying here with me now she's like <laughs> at least a foot taller than I am, and The water was up to the top of the sink in the kitchen. And that that happens to be, you know, kind of (laughs) high. Like, the the bed was floating. The mattress and the... I've never... And I'm going like, what's containing the water? This is flat. You're like in a flat area. Are we completely flooded all around us? No, it was a mile and a half. People a mile and a half on either side of us didn't have any rain. Well, they had rain, but it wasn't like this. So water is astounding as to what it can do. And that mile and a half thingy that put all this water in this one area, it was so deep for so long that we were using a canoe to get back and forth to my house. It was amazing. I mean, when you have flooding like that, your whole environment changes. It's like, yeah, I know we got frogs in the yard. When you got a flood, it's so loud that you're going to like, how many frogs are out there? Um, One day, the last day I was in the canoe, I knew the next day it would probably be too, that the water would have gone down too much. But I'm in it by myself. And I'm in the backyard canoeing. (laughs) And all of a sudden, there's a blue heron right in front of me comes down, lands right in front of me. And then it looks at me, and I look at it, and I'm like, oh my god, you're unbelievably beautiful, <laughs> you know? And it just flies off. But you have all sorts of different wildlife that, you know, has to confront with this with this uh, flooding, too. So, but you, the key here I'm trying to pass on to you is get your brain ready for it. You know, prepare for the worst and pray for the best. But it will, it will keep you from going into the panic mode. And trust me, I've been in the panic mode. And it's like, it, it just it just drains your, your energy out of you. If you know what you would, okay, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Then you just do it, you get it out of the way. You don't have to, you know, go
2: to that state of panic. It sounds like it's the same on this end. I was getting some messages talking about how it typically... So I'm, I personally am new to Skagit County, this area, this Mount Vernon flooding. So evidently, it floods often. And I think somebody messaged me yesterday, something about 2018, they extended the levees. Um, so it happens um, uh, time to time. The last big flood was in 91. I was going to mention Nancy, too, on a whole shift of topic here. Um, the, I shared in the chat room the three, and there's more than that, apparently, because I see them popping up still. Olivia's scurrying in the background getting up the shungite selenite wands that are in the uh, mysticalwares.com online store now. Because the last one we put up, it went really fast. Um, And each one's unique, but I do want to make a quick note on it. Because of the, there are white or basically white selenite sticks with black shungite and we have white and black backgrounds. It's difficult to get the differentiation between the coloring scheme on there. So I'm telling you the photos aren't representing them well. Because the black background and it's a merkaba on the top of a couple of those a shungite merkaba. So everything black on those wands are shungites. But so I just wanted to make that note because I know we're going to talk about it. Anybody uh, looking? I'm look.
0: I'm looking at them and they are really, really spectacular. Oh yeah. This guy. This guy's gone where no one's gone before.
2: Oh yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we just sit here together, and, and so some of those have a couple of Shungite beads integrated into it. So we sit there and chat, and um, yeah, we work out uh, a vague parts. i say the ingredients, and then he goes home and does this or that. And, again, for those that are listening to this broadcast later, there are just some Shungite and Selenite um, – not just, but Shungite and Selenite wands that are available on the online store. Um, and we'll be swapping them out, but each one is unique. Um,
0: well, the the <sighs> – This guy is so good with the copper wrapping. I mean, I'm just amazed at the things he's doing. But I'm looking at the second one you put up, and you say that's a full Merkaba at the top of it?
2: Yeah, that's a little uh, one-and-a-half-inch Merkaba, or Merkaba, however you say it. Um, Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. And I'm actually trying to find... Now, you've
0: played with yours, right? I mean, have you you worked with it?
2: Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've played with it. I call it playing with it, too
0: what 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 are you finding i mean how are you finding what are you finding <laughs> with
2: mm-hmm. it? no good question what it is is and i chatted a little bit about this on one of the shows but it it gives it directionality of we all are energy workers there's energy everywhere so it's not like it's it's producing this it's having an effect on the available energy so i'm going a little bit woo-hoo here um and then and there's lots of ways of Using that tool with your emotions, your imagination, um, your intention. And these are different tools. Um, but what it does when I'm holding my hand, I so I'm not like I don't know. how
0: long how know. long is it?
2: Um probably a foot. Okay. So eight, eight, nine, ten inches. Each one of those are, are unique, of course, the night wants. And then however long on each one he added on the the thing on the top because each one is different there too. So it can get up to about a foot long. So it's a, it straight up feels and holds just like a magic wand. And it's a piece of selenite um, slash gypsum. So it's a programmable crystalline structure. And then all that copper is in where you hold your hand as well. So long story short, uh, to answer your question, it, it will take, so I'll give you a visualization. <clears throat> the energy that starts to generate around your hands and fingers, because there's little chakra points on the tips of your fingers too. Uh, Tend to look like little toroidal donut shapes. So what it will do is if your intention while using the tool is to, um, ascend a frequency to somebody, I'll be really specific. I guess it will move those energies from your hand into that tool and then align them. So the intended frequency ends up on the intended target. I know I was like robotic and weird OCD on that, but I have to say it that way. Um, Cause I have to be really specific is at least as specific as I can get with the, the terms we have. So you're not sending anybody your energy. So yes, you can read that into that. That's why I worded it that way. You are you're generating a certain intention and frequency in your environment. And then because the other person's open to it, hopefully you're working with or on somebody that is aware of what's going on, meaning they're open to that. And then those frequencies will begin to generate around that person. Um, so I don't. Know, again, we can talk about that a hundred different ways, but that's what's going on. So it's, it gives it a structuring um, is one way, makes it cohesive terms. All those terms would work for this. Um, but it's like, I think I use some frosting analogy. It's It makes it different from taking a spatula and just slapping frosting on a cake or something and spreading it everywhere, which is great because I'll dive into that. But this will give you the design aspect. And again, I don't have the terms because I'm not a, a baker, but it'll give you the ability to put <clears throat> little, little energy points or little flowers on a cake. You know, more control, I guess. And I don't know if that was useful or not. That explanation. Well,
0: uh, ex- explain what you think happens with the energy of a Merkaba.
2: Oh, okay. When you use that one, and I like that one because the Merkaba. Um, Well, when you imagine that, and everything's a container, if you think of things like that, like the C60 molecule or the Merkaba, imagine yourself inside of it, all of a sudden, a portion of your energy or thoughts are going because you're imagining that Merkaba around you, that big old inverted two pyramids together, looks like a star. Um, Part of your energy is going towards those points because you're imagining them. Well, that moves energy to your outer chakras because, and we've talked about this before, there's more chakras than the seven often we're told about. There's There's really unlimited, but we'll just say there's hundreds. Um, So what it does is move the energy out there by you just using, again, your imagination and imagining that Merkaba around you. That will heighten what sometimes we'll call the eighth chakra, one that's floating off your head, and then other ones out around your body, which then um, gives you your energy body room to expand. Again, I'll go OCD and blunt. When an entity alive down here on earth realizes and puts energy toward outer, what we call chakras, I'm I'm using limited terms here, they expand more into it, and then they expand into what they already are. So they're not getting anything, they're not downloading anything. We all already are everything. We're all gurus and masters already. We just have to realize it, and then put thought energy, or imagination energy, meditation energy, call it whatever, into those your outer aura, because that's still you. You're not contained within your physical body, Um, And then that's how you, air quotes here, become more of what you already are. And then with that, abilities turn on, that I like to term understandings, not abilities. So everybody already has all these abilities, the psychic thing, the remote viewing thing, the healing thing. We're all all of that already. You just have to realize it. So tying into your uh, question was the Merkaba on the end of that wand will help you and it's good visualization so you don't have to have these merkabas or anything like that it's just a, a way to again tie in your 90% your imagination and in <clears throat> intentions and feelings excuse me in that shape around you and then um then you're able to use it again it's it's like a, a cookie cutter i guess so lots of ways it's not that uh, that shape you have to have it's more of a visualization thing um on they, the receiving end um <clears throat>
0: How do, how do how durable do these look?
2: I mean, do they feel? <clears throat> oh, don't. Well, I'll tell you that if you hold them at just your chest height, like in your normal hand, standing up, you drop it on a hard surface, it's going to break. Any selenite will. Um, not a guarantee, you know. It depends on how it falls, but it's it's crystal. It's a soft crystal. You don't want to get it wet. So selenite again, gypsum, desert rose. You can Google it. There's different names they tell us they call these things. It is a softer crystal. You also would not want to hold these, want any selenite. I don't care if it's polished even, and run your hand down it. It flakes off into little striations. For those that maybe have worked with um, insulation, fiberglass, uh, things like that. That's what it. But much more rigid the selenite is. So it'll it'll cut you. It'll. I'm not saying touch it, you're bleeding, but I'm just saying don't run your hand down it. It'd be like the the edge of a piece of glass. Um, so it's just something to be aware of. And I'm not trying to scare anybody. I pick them up. I've never been cut, but it's just something to be aware of. And then you don't want them around water. And that's just, these are just normal things that have to do with the, the crystalline structure called, we call selenite here in the West. Um, so it's not a wand thing, but then they're not, they don't diminish. They don't get smaller. They're... A, I'll put it this way they're a soft sponge, very easily programmable. Um, and it, well, but know that. So if you're walking around the sponge and you set it down, it's going to pick up what's in the environment too, not just what you intended it to get. So these are all things, that, which is why we work in the copper and the shungite. So it's an auto clearing, well, let's we'll call it a wand. I mean, that's kind of what it is because of the shungite and copper. So it continually moves energy. So this case, it'll quickly. Down, we'll just call it. Download the energy that you're intending from your hands and chakra points, like I was talking about. Um, move them into the the structure or cookie cutter shape I was talking about, and then land at the receiving target. And always move energy. That's why the shungite and copper. So it doesn't. It's not a, a set, programmed wand. It's it just moves energy. Um,
0: you know, I'm I one of the, uh, this th- this person that is doing this. He, not only is he incredibly talented in the uh, working with the copper, but every one of them that I've seen, the directionality of the energy is all designed to take it right off that one point. You know, I mean, it's like he's... he. I mean, because everything that he's Mm -hmm. working with, from the, the stone itself to the like the Merkabah to the copper, it's all got directionality. It's got a negative and a positive point you know copper wire and then one of the things when, when I would be working with the pendants is that you wanted the energy that's flowing through the wire you want to know where, where, which direction it's going and this guy he must just be from an energy standpoint uh, very very sensitive because a lot of people don't pick it up I mean pick up that directionality and he's probably not thinking about it I never thought about it until I started analyzing it with Walt I'm going, Walt, I'm telling you, I feel that there's that the that the energy comes in one end and goes out the other. Oh yeah, well that's positive, negative. Man, it gives, it gives me all the science about it. But um, yeah, this this is these are truly magical, very magical.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Thank you, thank you both for putting them out there into the universe.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's also the guy that uh, I was talking about that goes out and collects some of the little uh, quartz crystal points. Um, that I was explaining here. On, it's called Snoqualmie Pass. So anybody that's halfway local in Washington, you know, look it up on some search engine. Put Snoqualmie Pass, Hanson Creek crystals. You'll find a map to the place. Uh, you can just literally walk out and pick uh, lemurian quartz crystals right out of the hillside. And we, again, we talked about that on a couple yeah, couple shows. But um, yeah. So,
0: Mark, what are you thinking about these? Is Mark
1: there? Oh, I get the mute. Oh. Um, I'm trying to access, get to my tablet so I can access chat so I can see the image. Um, ah. Yeah, there's, I'm, I'm having an issue with my jetpack because I, I don't have a like, a like a Ethernet connection to my. So yeah, I'll. I'll but in terms of what you um, guys were talking about earlier with with the weird weather, um, I don't know how, far, how close Alberta is to Alberta, Canada is to. Uh, to Washington State, but there was, a I think, some kind of Zoom conference with some of the leaders or, um, yeah, Alberta leaders, and then uh, I forget who was that, a reporter or somebody in the medical staff was asking about um, the mandate and the shots and how they're damaging people, and and so one of the leaders in Alberta said, just completely dismissed the uh, question and said, I'd like to thank the people who make the rain, <laughs> who made it rain it's just like okay how does that connect to but what they were saying was that the people in charge like if they don't like what's going on they're going to do something with the weather so <laughs> i thought I'm, I'm trying to find the video i can't find it um Catherine fitz uh brings it up all the time in her interviews that um weather warfare and climate engineering has been going on for um decades and uh she recently had this thing with um discussion with Joseph Farrell on who Mr. Global is as in the you know, the term globalist which is corporate fascism this authoritarianism and they they you know cuz you hear BlackRock and Vanguard and then the families behind that Roth Chad Rockefeller but then they never it was like a 2 hour discussion and they still didn't really narrow it down except um what they're acti- Activities and patterns are and, and the breakaway civilization secret space program and all that stuff so that's on our solari um report uh, page I don't think it's free I'm, i haven't I haven't checked that part but anyway um yeah I'll uh mention something in chat when they get get on to take a look at that but the whole thing of of wands and um oh did, did you guys ever talk about Walt's wand in um cosmic reality I don't think you guys did. No. He created one, like yeah years ago. no, yeah I, I okay, forgot, that's
0: fine. I, you know, I had it written down yeah. even and I, like, tonight, maybe <laughs> tonight
1: <laughs> i I mean whenever he comes back on the show, that's fine, I mean it's yeah, it makes for a good story, um but the archives are still available for that, um, but with what um Derek was saying of of personal power and um uh, I was thinking of the Milgram experiment. Of of if people aren't familiar with that, it, it was concluding that two thirds of people uh, would rather obey in the somebody in somebody in the position of authority than than uh, think and, and and take action. And and that was um, I, people can type it up on on Google or whatever. So I, I just try not to get mad at people, and it was like, oh yeah, right, Milgram experiment, but. It's like the thing of um, all these things happening the last couple of years, uh, even all, these beta tests, test runs, false flags. It's all all the information is public. It's not hidden. So, well, thank goodness for Shungite that we have, um, you know, seemingly hidden uh, uh, what dirt and rocks <laughs> to. You know, for those who, who know and and do research to some something to use and carry around so that we're not as affected by, by this frequency war. Uh but that goes back to not giving away your power. Personal sovereignty and taking it and it doesn't even have to be difficult action, simple, easy action like what Catherine Fitz says of using cash all the time, um, supporting local farmers, your local banks. And credit unions, just simple stuff like that goes a long way. Uh, like instead of going to some rally in D.C. or or wherever, just do those things. Simple decentralization, buying precious metals, and then you know just sharing that. And and, and anyway, yeah, it's just that whole thing of giving away your power is, is so much easier. So we don't have to think and follow and um, the peer pressure and approval and slavery of that. So back to you guys.
0: Well, um, yeah, John Kennedy at the UN back, you know, before he was assassinated, uh, talked about weather control. So it's you know, it was back a long way. Um, all right, I want to I want to bring in this this subject because this was this was so fun. Uh, I was putting up the. Cosmic Reality Chronicles show, and that's from J- uh, June 9th, twenty fifteen. I think it's yeah, twenty fifteen. And do you, I do you guys remember uh, a guy by the name of Cobra? Not
2: yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Yes,
0: Okay, so. Do you, Mark? Do you remember? I mean, because the, well, 2015, Cobra was out there. He was some character that was associated with ETs. I never saw a picture of him. Apparently, he didn't personify. You know, go out there like that. But he kept talking about the event, the event, the event. And you know, every every so many months, the event was supposed to happen. Then it didn't, and it was like crazy stuff. But he was very popular. And at that time, in June nine. Somebody sent us a blog, a link to a blog that he had up. And he, there's a picture of... As a matter of fact, I'll, let me just grab this so you guys can see these things. Put it in the chat room. This is the... Uh, at that time, what I was doing with radio shows was that... Similar to what I'm doing now. And this is a page that had the... um the, the, where they basically the page the page for the show, and and so it's the first one you get there you see it, and there's a picture of a rock, and I'm re, you know I read this whole thing and I'm just gonna read what is on this particular website, okay Cobra calls it and I hope it I can pronounce this sintamani C i n t a m a N I. But we call it shungite. Blue avian spheres. And, oh, that's okay. There's more. That was talking about the show. Okay. And let me get this out of the way. I've got so many things open. All right. Sintamani is a sacred stone which comes from the Cyrus star system. Millions of years ago, during a galactic superwave, a planet orbiting Cyrus A exploded. Its fragments traveled in all directions, some of them reaching Earth after a long journey through interstellar space. In the last 26,000 years, the positive argathons... Argathons? Argathons. How do you pronounce that, Mark? Can you see it? A-G-A-R-T-H-A-N-S. I think those are the are the people yeah
1: Agarthans something like that
0: Agarthans Agarthans that's it Agarthans and I think they're the Inner Earth people correct. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's who they are. Okay. So anyway, so he says, the positive Agarthans Agarthans Arg- <laughs> Agarthans were guardians of the Sintamani stones. Throughout history, they have given pieces of Sintamani to some of those individuals who had the maximum potential positive influence on the human history. King Solomon, Alexander the Great, and Akbar were in possession in possession of a piece of sintamani stone. One piece of sintamani previously in Templar possession was given to Edward Lytton, uh, Bulwar Lytton, who revealed the existence of Argatha to Humanity in his famous novel The Coming Race. okay and there's a link to to these things that I'm, I'm referencing here. Um, the later the same piece was given to a certain Templar group and then to the rear, rear group rural group girls in Germany who channeled the technolo- technologi- tec- technological know-how for first working space programs on the surface of the planet since the fall of Atlantis. Those were the, um, we're touching on things that we have discussed over the years many, many times, but some people may not know the reference to this. During World War II, Hitler and the SS were very much involved in occult matters. And I mean, you know, what we might term dark, (laughs) dark, occult, but powerful occult. And there was a group of people, girls, women, who had long hair, I mean, went down to the floor, and were in this group that seemed to be connected to some kind of uh, E.T., some off-world entities that were giving them technological information. And at the same time, just before this 30... Jeez, I think it was about 32 there was a crash of an E.T. in the Black Mountains, in the Black Forest in Germany. And so they were able, through the help with the Brill Society, to figure out some of the technological aspects of this E.T. ET ship, which is the way that it all began, that they ended up on the moon before the war ended, and probably Mars. Another story, long story. But these people also seem to have been in touch with the Sintamani. Now I'm gonna just you've already seen the picture if you went to the web to the to the web page. But Derek, are you seeing the um, the picture of the stone they're talking about?
2: No I'm not. Let All right. me look All
0: right. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the in yeah, the, the chat please. I'm gonna put it in the chat room. Just give me a second here to yeah, figure yeah, out no, where no. I put it. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. Now, this <laughs> this is the stone, the picture of the stone that he seems to be talking about. Can you see it?
2: Okay, I have it here. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, that looks like a piece of shungite to me. I mean, I don't have yeah. it in my hands. I don't... You know, the energy on it feels like actually not... This was back in 15, so even then, the energy of this is not what the energy is of Shungite now because we've had the, the hit with the blue uh, plasma. Um, but anyway, to, to, when I saw this thing, I'm going like, well, I don't know. I've, I've It looks like Shungite to me. I, I can't, you know, I'm not... And again, to get the energies off of it is a little weird because they are thinking it's a very sacred thing and there's a lot of kind of external energies associated with it, even now. Um, Okay, so he goes on and he says, uh, uh, the dark forces from Inquisition to Jesuits to Hitler were trying to get a peace of centimani into their distorted hands unsuccessfully, it is the sacred stone of the Brotherhood of the Star, the last true remnants of a mystery school, the mystery schools from Atlantis. Many light workers and light warriors belong belong to the. He uh, goes into what I want to talk about. The stone, okay, centimani stone is the next step in this energetic process since the start of. M O S S. I'm not sure what that is, um, but he's been asked to spread pieces of Sentimani stone among the awakened light workers, and then he goes into his event thing. Okay, um, but I just found it very interesting, you know, that that Cobra, because he had a large following at the time, had gotten into what I think is shungite. Um, But he said because he says they help dissolve implants and strengthen your inner guidance. But be aware they are strong amplifiers and served as magnifying lenses to show you what is inside of you in order for you to transform it and make you more ready for your mission so that you can play your part in the planetary liberation process. And then he says the breakthrough is an air. So um I looked it up. I went and I actually looked it up. And I want to show you something here. Let me get the group back up. I'm going to give you this other little picture here. Assuming I can find it. Okay, here we go. Down, 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 down. There it is. All right. Now, this picture is... Let me just look at that again. It's like the 8th century or something. It's very, very old. And if you click on it, and if it's in, in post right now, and you click on it again, and then you click on it. Uh, see, I can't do this here. It doesn't bring it up, but see the hand, the left hand that's there? I blew this thing up, and there's a piece of what looks like shungite in that, in that hand. And I got this from Wikipedia that, that they were talking about the stone because... The stone, the Sintimani stone, is talked about in all... I mean, it's a lar- it's a long uh, discussion <clears throat> in Wikipedia about it. So I just find it... Maybe, you know, because why wouldn't people know about Shanghai? They may not understand that it's in Karelian, Russia, and everything else. But this this stone had to have been out... Somebody other than just us must have known the magic behind it. So I just wanted to throw it out there for you guys to comment on.
2: And in chat right now, I'm uploading a zoomed-in image of it. So I just edited it, and it should be in chat. Um, Yeah, it looks like a sphere, maybe, in in the image I threw in chat room. Can you see that, Nancy? Let
0: me look here.
2: I think you said left hand, so I zoomed in. Yes, okay, yeah, Uh, yes.
0: All right. Now, if you were to, to increase the contrast, you'll see that inside that bubble there that you see, it's a piece of what looks like Shungite. I had a better, clearer picture, but I had uh, contrasted it.
2: Yeah, I didn't mess with any of that, so that's yeah. interesting. Oh, yeah, Shungite's been around for so long. Um, plus, it's a recipe anyway. Um, so, it's I mean, it's all through the universe. I think this is just our... Our collection of it, we're playing with. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, so no, that's that's interesting. And I will give a warning. I just got, I've been distracted on the radio here because in the background I'm being told uh, Nat, our um, our well, our one employee, um, isn't going to make it in because the levee just breached. They're evacuating Walmart and blah blah blah. So water drama. So I may or may not be here for long. We'll see. But either way, the show will continue.
3: So uh, I'm just giving you a heads up,
2: Nancy, because literally someone just came in my office and warned me about that, and we may have to like leave. I, I don't really know. I'm not outside, clearly.
0: So one of the levees is broken, and she, and she can't get to you. Are you going to be able to get home?
2: Uh, I don't know. A phone call is coming in right now, so I'm going to mute, take it, and I'll be right back. Okay.
0: Uh, just for clarification, it was the that was a 14th. That is a 14th century uh, drawing. So what do you think about this, Mark? Mark,
1: uh, there's definitely some kind of sacred geometry in it. Um, let me see. Where's that picture? Can you see, oh, you oh, can't you,
0: see it, right? You can't. No, see. no,
1: I, I'm, I'm on chat, so.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, definitely the focus is on the left hand with some with the the. Is that an astral sphere or what is that that they're holding?
0: The, the sphere, I think, I, I'm not sure, but it, underneath the sphere, inside the sphere, is you'll see it, 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 it. It's it's actually shungite. Let me see if I can't.
1: So Derek did magnify it. They're like holding. Is it like a pebble? Because look like I thought they were doing a mudra. Um. All
0: right. Let me just get this thing up here and.
1: So maybe I can read something while you're doing that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, was commenting on um, the whole weather thing. So that the this is in chat. So the California bomb cyclone only lasted 24 hours, and the weather went back to light rain and fog. So that's in regards to the Shanghai cloudbuster that's been going on the last couple months uh, since uh, late August, happening in uh, Northern California and that the term atmospheric river was used in california the last couple of years so to me that just means it just goes to show its weather manipulation again and then dolly was commenting on the three wands that derek posted the picture so he's probably going to post that in the Shungai group on facebook and the mystical wares group uh, along with his uh yeah. facebook page i'm pretty sure but dolly said i touched one from the because there were like three pictures shared i touched one from the top picture down the bottom one, and I identify with, with um, the bottom one. I identify with that one. The bottom one surrounded my body with strong energy. It's in my aura, working on my whole body, especially focusing in the area I'm, I'm needing it most. Wow, my hairs are standing and goosebumps all over my body. I feel warm but cool. I need the most now in my body. So, uh, even though they're they're limited run, these you know, and they're new and still being posted, people can. Um, access the energy, the, the astral double of it, just by the picture. So as soon as th- those are posted, I don't know, maybe Derek or Nancy can announce that. But
2: That's a great idea. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm sorry for cutting in, but I have to we're evacuating right now. So I'm literally going to have to step out of the show and we're going to shut down the store. There's a bulge in the levee, they're calling it, or something, and we're being Easy. evacuated. Yeah, so I'm... anyway. I'm going to literally run right now, and we're going to shut down the store, and i got to get people out of here while okay. I can. All that's right, be
0: safe, phone. be safe.
2: Yep, all right, love you all. Bye. Bye, take care, Love
0: you. Well, that's a bummer. Okay, um, I'm putting this up in chat. It's uh, closer up, and you'll see there's a little piece of shungite in that critter's hand. Critter hand. Okay, now I think you can see it.
1: I don't know, that is really small. It's like a circle. It's like a a pebble size, right?
0: No, look where... It's in
1: the two fingers, the thumb and the first finger, right? The pointer finger. Is that what it is?
0: Well, I'm not... I think that if you look where the thumb is, and it looks like you could be looking behind it like there's you know maybe it's I don't know
3: but it's it a small le- black rock if that's what it, is. Yeah yes yes like it. it's a
0: small black rock I think that's what I saw um but <laughs> I don't even know I don't even know what to think about it so I think that shungite has been around and been you know because we we hear about the black rock that uh, and we hear it associated with the templars so it just might be that
1: um <laughs> how not, is that Templar connected? I've never heard of that, or maybe I forgot
0: well, it's one of those situations where they you'll be reading something about the Templars and you know or the, or black rock or you know and but you never know much more about it. It's a secret you see they're, they're trying to keep it a secret, except that there is a black rock out there that seems to be magical. And uh, so, you know, the fact that they said that, you know, certain Templars had... It's just very, very interesting. So I don't know if that is just the way she's holding her hands, and... Yeah,
1: it's true.
0: I don't know. Or maybe she's holding a bigger piece. I don't know. But anyway, something interesting. (laughs) So I don't... Have anything on the plate here, really? Um, gosh, I hope everybody's going to be all right in that. Well, it's, if they if they've flooded before, they they kind of used to it, maybe. But uh, this is the first time he's had the problem.
1: Okay, so we have five eagles in the country, right? So there's. Well, um, you keep North saying Pers-
0: you keep saying five eagles. There's four eagles that have the nectar.
1: Okay. I mean, you know, you're not counting the one in in uh, Southern California. So
0: no, no. Walt my, is the
1: one that mentioned Southern California.
0: No, I mean, it, okay. You got to me an eagle has to have the nectar in it. You got we've got other um, cloudbusters that he's made. Walt well, Silver has made, and um, you know. So, but every every energy thing can draw on the energy of the of the eagle system. But to me, in order for this it to be an eagle, it really has to have that nectar um what what i'm talking okay. what I'm talking about with nectar is let's see it would have been the uh, um in the early nineties like ninety two I was led to take a gallon of water, put all sorts of energies into it, and a wand a very powerful wand. Uh, the point of it was sticking it was there, you know like the regular plastic container that's where this stuff came from and so that that's 30 year old water that is well not quite 30 years but 20 year old water that is um oh yeah 30 years old geez 30 year that's been sitting the vast majority of the gallon is still in a it's still here it's in a glass container But to have waters that's been sitting for all that time and still be crystal clear with nothing in it, you know, is pretty astounding to begin with. But the nectar, we were able to take the nectar charge, which it's cosmic, it's, you know, universal, it's angelic. Somebody had me concoct this stuff and virtually... Everything that Shungite, initially, I was introduced to, I was familiar with what could happen because I'd already seen it happen with the nectar. That you can change water in a, in an instant by putting... We, we were able to take the charge and put the charge in two different powder forms we worked with. One was talc because at the molecular level, it's a double... Uh, pyramid. It's like a uh, tetrahedron with a basis together, and it's like a perfect b- battery. It holds energy. Uh, the other one was calcium phosphate, I think it is, which is like a, you put it in the water to help help uh, s- pool water. It's something you would put in the pool water to keep it clean, and uh, that that held the charge too. So we could take the the nectar as a powder. And just a, a, you know, the tip of your finger kind of amount of powder and you'd put it in a swimming pool. You can't believe the difference. I mean, I was at this, this condominium swimming pool. There was all these kids in there, you know, doing their kids stuff and it was not noisy. And, you know, I said, oh, let me take some of the, and see what happens here. And I put just a little bit in it. And my friends were with me, well, you know, I'm going to put some of this powder in. Let's see what happens. Put the powder in there, and within a matter of minutes, the noise became a dull noise. It became, I mean, they were happy to begin with. They were happy energies, you know. But it was just the change in the kids. They went from, to, oh, I'm having such a nice day. It was like they got blissed out. Uh, Another time at the condominium, they had this huge, 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 I mean, three olympic swimming pools or some dang thing big big pool and i put it in there and you know yeah you can feel the change energetically you can feel the change the water would get have a smooth touch to it you could drop it in and as you dropped it in it's it changed the um the softness that i think it uh, has something to do with the the way that the water is uh being held together it's 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 just amazing, the different feel to the water, even. So one day, the somebody took a crap in the pool, and they had to drain the pool, and they were filling it up when I got there at midnight. So the next morning, when the pool guy gets there, I, I said, you know, why did you, because I, I really didn't know why they had changed it out, but then he told me. And uh, I said, jeez, I better put some of my stuff back in it. And he went, Is, you put your stuff in that? And I was like, yeah. He says, that's what's happened. I said, what happened? He said, we couldn't figure it out. He said, you know how many people normally are here in a daytime. He said, this pool would be, people were in it for, you know, standing next to each other shoulder to shoulder and nobody leaves the pool. (laughs) Because these are a bunch of old people who get in that water with the nectar water and they're like, physically responding to it their energy bodies are adjusting and getting you know i mean so but anyway so nectar nectar is what he put in what we've got in those four. and as good as Shungite is there's something that nectar brings to the to the table because when he sent me the the eagle um i said well i'm going to put some nectar in this and so I did. I dropped the nectar, just this powder, down through the the pipes, the bases of the pipe, before I put the pipes on them. Well, I'd already had it all together. I took it apart to do this. And the change in the energy level of the eagle was substantive. So, substantial. So, when I think of the eagle grid, Mark, I'm thinking of just the four of them. Other people can there's an affinity because they they resonate. You know, you you're still doing a resonating with each other. Any energy you know, if you got a Cloud Buster or you've got one of Derek's small ones, which is just a you know, three four probably four inch copper pipe, looks like three quarters and in resin with the Shanghai base and everything else. Even a little one connects to the energy of the eagle system. But when I'm programming, I'm only programming a my eagle, and on occasions like when we cleaned the uh, oil spill off the coast of California, and when we did the the put out the fire thing, um, I am very much aware of the other three. So I don't know, you know, if that kind of clarifies how I'm seeing it.
1: No, that makes sense. I will just. Because Walt had mentioned building one for somebody in Southern California, uh, without Shanghai and then added it, so it it, it does then connect to the Shungite grid. So so I get it. So uh, can are people able to extract the astral energy of the nectar from Walt's uh, images of, of the eagle, the the Shanghai cloudbuster on his new paradigm tool site? Could that could that work to the frequency?
0: Well, yeah, the, the any frequency is held in the photographs. If you're, okay. you know, yeah yeah yeah, um, I, you know when 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 you talk in energies, it's if you understand that everything is energy, then everything sort of becomes clearer. And energies—the key—the key to the universe is that you have quantum entanglement. That's what holds all of the energies together, quantum entanglement. But what keeps things moving is resonating energies, resonance, that they start to vibrate because when you get these two similar frequencies together, they begin to interact with each other and become more. So if you, and one of the, in an energy form that we, don't pay enough attention to not us but you know the rest of the world is thought so when you add the thought your your energy of focus the how much you can that's why those wands are are fascinating because you're focusing on a, on a on a 3D uh, th- thing <laughs> the wand and you're putting your thoughts into the equation of just it. all it is is it's like a a hammer, you know. I mean, it's a tool, but you're you're able to focus. And I don't use these now. I don't think I need to use these kind of tools like a wand or anything to focus my energy to to you know be able to project the energy. I don't. I think that I've learned enough from having done this for you know decades. I played with these energy devices long before I met Walt, long before I met Derek. I was making crazy-ass energy things. So it, it's training us to to you know do. In the case of 3D, you really need the hammer for certain things. You know, I mean, your hand's not going to do it. But when you're doing with en- when you're working with energy, you don't really need these particular en- any any energy device. Because the, the, the real go power is your own thoughts. But, hey, let's face it, most of us aren't there yet. And so we do use these devices, but they're devices. and they, But Shungite gives us something that, you know, before Shungite, I was learning a lot, I learned a lot. But Shungite has taught me more than any other thing. Because it's just that malleable to doing energy work. So, if you haven't started playing with these energy devices, you don't have to go, you know, get one of one of the cloud busters. You can just start out with those little things. I don't, I, I don't even know what they call them in, in mystical wares. Otherwise, I'd try to find it and give you the link to them. Or you can make them yourself. But these things are really very well done. I've got one sitting right in front of me. I'm handling it. That's why I was talking about it. Um. So, yes. Oh, you know something? We just blew through the first hour. Let me uh, put on our Craig and we'll take a little break here and then we'll be back. Okie dokie. Three minutes. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It's November 16th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. And with me is Mark uh, Anthony. Anthony. Mark Joseph. Mark Anthony was a Caesar type of guy. He was out at Caesar. But I knew it at Mark Anthony. And I often wonder what happened to him. Anyway. Mark. Mark is here. But Derek is hopefully on his way home. Or at least going to get there safely kind of distracting when you think of it huh mark you ever been in a flood is mark back
1: um a little bit but nothing like compared to derek and you so <laughs> yeah
0: ay 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 anyway um okay so what would you like to talk about now
1: So I'm going to refer back to the Shungite Reality Facebook group. Hold on, I have a red light on me. Got to get up right here. Okay. Um, So this is a post from um, Kat, who was on the show a couple months ago. And I hope we get her back early next month. Um, Just some kind of update. Maybe she can go off on this. this, uh, It's a testimonial. Um, maybe I'll, I'll read it first, and then we can talk about that. So this was posted on 1111. It's a nice timing, pretty much around 11 o'clock, too. Uh, it's quite a read, but I'll, I'll try to follow it here. So I live in L.A., Hollywood Hills, and they've begun rolling out 5G in our neighborhood. Um, let see. With the big tower right on the corner of our street, the rollout began two days ago. My boyfriend and I both had awful insomnia the night they installed it. Yesterday, my boyfriend had a headache all day, very rare for him, and even acupuncture didn't resolve it. We went out to dinner last night, and when we drove home and turned onto our street, two things happened. One, his headache, which had been starting to dissipate, immediately returned when we got closer to the 5G tower on our street. And two, we noticed dugout dirt ditches around the tower and a few others nearby. They were roped off and had orange cones around it. My boyfriend had the brilliant idea to throw some shungite into the open ditches around the 5G tower. I first tested the tower and ditch with my biogeometry pendants. Both tested extremely high with vertical negative green, which is completely toxic and harmful to all biological life. I then threw three raw medium-sized shungite nuggets from mystical wares into the deep hole on the ground, where we also saw all the wiring. I then retested my pendulums, completely reverse the toxicity and harmful radiation. Not only that, it now tested high for BG3, which is highly beneficial energy for all biological life and is supportive of life. Uh, BG3 is also the, uh, side note, is also the um, energy from sacred power spots like, um, you know, the, the I was going to say Stonehenge, but uh, the pyramids, Giza, uh, places like that. Um, I lost my place. Uh, yeah, okay. We, we noticed three other areas nearby with the exact same dugout ditch on the ground, ripped off with orange cones and saw wires in deep in the ground. I tested those ditches which also had toxic energy because they were connected underground to the main 5G tower on the corner of the street. We threw three Shungai Nuggets in those as well, effectively creating a Shungai grid using the 5G technology underground, <clears throat> which seemed to totally transmute the toxic... Toxicity and transform it to, transform it to beneficial BG3 radiation. Not to mention, as soon as we threw the three Shungite nuggets in the main tower ditch, my boyfriend's headache instantly resolved, and we both slept great last night. Praise Shungite. Um, let me see. Oh, and and so there were like over almost 200 comments in that post, and uh, one of the, the more. Um, I think one of the main comments, she she says, in case um, any of you see open dishes around a cell phone tower, please throw some Shungite in there. For the cost of maybe 5 to $10, you could literally be saving life on planet Earth. In your small corner of the world, it works. And it's really benefiting all of life, hopefully for a long time since it's now buried underground, but being radiated powerfully overground from the tower. The 5G tower is now radiating Shungite energy. That is just amazing. So... Yeah, that's a great – wow. because, you know, I, I was thinking when I first saw the post, like, it's been um, a contention for years, and you've said, you know, on, on your various radios, 5G, cosmic reality, that Shungite cannot transmute 5G. But, of course, ever since the blue meteorite from early last year, that, you know, that possibly changed it. Do you think maybe – Well, know, I know at the,
0: time, at the time I did say that. You know, I mean, yes, I I was, I was certain that Shungite by itself was not going to have a particular. I couldn't. Let me put it to you this way: I knew it would have an effect. I could not guarantee what the effect was. But then, once we got hit with the blue, um, I went. You know, I wonder if this was because Shungite never fails. And maybe this was what we needed in a five G kind of, you know, environment. And so I'm so I'm I'm just tickled pink that that she was able to be, she you know they manifested that whole situation. That you know I mean think of it, he's got the headache, they can't sleep, and now they yeah. find an open pit, they got the shungite, they throw it in there, boom, done deal. I mean, you remember coincidence, chance, it's thought and action and they needed, an, they need, I mean I needed a 5G, you know show show it to me, give me give me some proof of it and you know, there you have it I'm just stunned, yeah we'll get her on, I wonder if she wants to are you, are you coming, are you going to be here next week on this show, I know you're not going to be on the 5G show
1: no, I'm gone the whole week
0: okay, the whole week, so yeah all right, we won't bring her on next week cuz that's Thanksgiving week. Um but yeah, remind me. I don't think I'll forget though for sure. yeah, no cuz I really she's want there. I really want her testimony. I mean, I love she the fact
1: accepted, She
0: also accepted Yeah. She she's there in chat? What?
1: No, uh in the post. So I asked her like you should come oh. on the show again. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. So she good.
1: said yeah, for sure. So
0: Okay. All right, good. We'll get with her maybe the week after.
1: And then she knew enough to do three rocks yeah. to throw into the ditch, you know, each time. So that that goes a long way, too. She's been listen- a regular listener of the show, so, you know.
0: Yeah, it's that uh, key um, three.
1: She's a regular poster in the Shungai Facebook group also. Um, I, also, I think Derek on um, his YouTube page put, put that interview on, on his page, right, Metaphysical Perspectives? Right. Pretty sure he did that. So... Uh, it is in, in, in YouTube, then, as opposed to your your uh, Cosmic Reality YouTube page, which is... Have you thought about just putting, like, one-minute or 30-second postings of, like, okay, here's a snippet of the show, go here I, to this... I, I, to they, the
0: they, you don't understand. They've banned me. They, they, they've completely banned me. I can oh. never again use Cosmic Reality. Gmail. I mean, I could probably I, put it up under something else, but they told me personally that I would not... I would not be welcome back to YouTube.
1: Yeah, we can't hold our breath when YouTube gets taken down. So they've already, I mean, yeah, because we could just go, they're, they're acting as a, a, a country, basically taking out any, any kind of health information that doesn't comply with the UN and and, and WHO, World well, Health Organization.
0: So. My, my fear is that, you know, YouTube is going to do the same thing to me and then I've got very little options to be able to, Communicate with people. I mean, we've got, you know, thousands of people on the. I don't even know how many people are in Cosmic Reality Facebook, but they. uh, YouTube, but they virtually crippled me there, too. So people put posts up. Every post, whether I've approved them or not, you know, the person, are now being. I have to approve them. And every time. I, you know, I, I, I leave them there for at least 24 hours. Because if. YouTube is going to have a problem with them, it'll come up with you should, you know, COVID this or whatever that, you know, and they'll put warnings up and those are the things that if I put them up, then you know, they're going to take the YouTube or the Facebook station down so um, I just I've got them all there and trust me people I look at those things you know, I, because you're doing some great posting, but I can't afford to lose that one little connection for one post. And, you know, I mean, am I ticked off about this? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've spent thousands of hours putting together those, that YouTube station, and now it's gone. Um, but this I, is also a good
1: lesson, too, where not to put all your eggs in
0: one basket, right? To have well, a I didn't. I didn't. Every single one of my shows is online, in the archives. Right. They're also in the podcasts. I mean, as soon as they would started, when I realized what they were going to do, I just started up the podcast and never pursued YouTube because I knew that, no, yeah. I'm targeted. <clears throat> I, you know. I mean, other people do things to get back up, but sooner or later... You know, I want... I want to be able to give every show complete freedom to say what we have to say. I'd rather give it and put it out there with an honest not you know not making all this, you know, changing names and doings. No no. We have got to stand in our energy because our my goal anyway is to affect the cosmic consciousness. To be able to put out thoughts that are pure thought, not thoughts that have all of this, you better not say that word, you better not say that word, no, 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 you know, so I'd rather have a limited audience that hears exactly what we're trying to say and not worry about the rest of it, because my goal is to have people talk with honesty, openness, love, compassion, put it out there, it's in the ethers. It's an energy. It goes to the super consciousness. It makes changes so that somebody doesn't need to go through, you know, an encyclopedia rack of information. They just boom get downloads of oh whoa whoa what's that what just happened to me now I can see that's that's my goal here. So anyway. I'm just thank you, Cat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is extraordinary. Now I will say that if it, if okay, when we take and we change the um, what would you call it the uh, the the spin of the electromagnetic wave of a cell phone, we're not changing the information coming over it. You're going to hear clear. You but you're also going to get some of the abusive secret stuff that's on these phones. Just because it's no longer a danger to you from a 3D electromagnetic, the re- way that it's spinning, the energy spinning, that's hitting your your body, that's spinning in an opposite direction. Even though you're not having that problem anymore with the phone, you still are dealing with subliminal messaging and all sorts of crap that this this these devices are extremely dangerous because of the information I can't do anything about that the same thing with the 5G one of the things they do with the 5G is the surveillance and I doubt that they've lost that capability so that's going to be interesting to see I mean it could be that you know you might be able to break them. Break the system, I don't know enough about the science behind the five uh, g at you know at the levels that we're talking uh, probably Mark Steele does and probably Walt, but I haven't had the conversations with him. People can go to a bit
1: shoot and look up Mark Steele he has a recent interview from a few weeks ago oh, You can good. start there and he has a good he has a really up to date telegram page um he does pretty regular videos, updates what's going on in the fight over there.
0: Yeah, I haven't even been able to follow him. I mean, I, there's so much information out there on so many levels that it it's just kind of overwhelming.
1: <laughs> no, but that's what you know, a lot of people people I talk to, or, or you know, the the few friends who have quality information. It, it seems like there's a lot, but no, it's about selection of focus. What do you want to do with the direction? And the results, because we're moving towards decentralization and creating new Earth. So with that in mind, if, if that's that's one's purpose and, and choice and focus, then that's where we're going. So Shungite is one layer of the armor. The other one is, is Heart, of course, and then working with Source. So you have these different layers. And um, there was a guy who, I'm not sure if he worked for the CIA, but he's a good follower, Robert Duncan. Um, he wrote Project Soul Catcher and these different kind of... Um, a neuro weaponry that uh, government uses illegally, and he was talking about like if once you work out stuff in your inner self, um, then the AI and 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 these bombardments, you know, whether it's voice to skull or whatever, they won't have the same effect on you because you know it's it's all in the subjectivity and how you, how you look at things. I, I should read that post. Maybe link people. He, had, he did a recent podcast last week that was really good. So it's like... Uh, like I forget the name. What's the name of the podcast? Like dude, Oh, yeah. Dudes and Beer Podcast. Um, oh, I can't even bring up the thing. Okay, well, let me go to his Facebook page, and then I can connect people to that. But he has really good information on a lot of this technology that's been out for a while. And, yeah, Shungai can pretty much... Deflect most of it if we work with heart and and source. So, there you go. The now, combination
0: is you said dudes and beer. Is that YouTube? What's It's a podcast. A podcast. So
1: yeah, where Robert Duncan was interviewed about firewalls for the human mind. Um, well, let me go look for it and then I can read some stuff off. Um, okay. Just take, yeah.
0: Okay. So um. I don't know what to say. I, um, I, I definitely am having... I feel like I, I'm kind of linked to Derek because I'm not focusing... I, I don't have a clear focus on what I'm doing right now. And I think that there must be... Yeah, you know, I must be distracted by the drama oh that's God. happening there. So I so I what are you
1: picking up? Can you share some stuff that what you're seeing?
0: No, I'm not seeing... It's like I, I'm distracted. It's like part of my brain is wanting to... You know, are you okay? Everything okay over there? You know, I mean, it's like I'm being drawn to him. Um, and I could probably shut it off, but I don't know. I don't want to do that either. Um, but what we should do is we just, you know, just look at this. Let's just let's just look at the, the situation and say, you know, pono, make it right. You know, balance it out. You got too much water. You know, balance it out. And just put that intent of, you know, whatever whatever's causing that. I mean it could be something with the, with them manipulating the the weather. Um, let's face it, if the eagle system is doing what it what I believe it's doing, they're system the way it's supposed to be working is probably not working right for the anybody trying to manipulate weather because it's not all of a sudden it's not normal it's different than what they were dealing with so who knows what could be happening but you know let's just expand the energy of the eagle to you know just keep everything in its right balance and, you know, put that out there, guy, I've got permission from guy, it's it's like feeling really good, you know, and, um, yeah, it's going to take a few days before they can, you know, clear this stuff out, but, I'm getting the word needed, I don't know why they're saying needed, wait a minute, I'm getting, yeah, that's very, okay, Ah. Uh, this is interesting. You know how he talks about? You can just go to this one place, and you can just rub your hand into the sand, and you'll see all these these um, crystals come up. You remember him talking about that? Yeah. Okay. The, the, it's flushing. I got the word flushing. Okay, it's flushing. But this this is more like uncovering. Apparently. There's so much rain and what's happening right now is that there's a lot of erosion of soil and it's opening up um, certain things, minerals, whatever, to uh, the sun. Therefore, creating a change in the, let's say, energetic patterning of that area for the good is something Gaia needs. And it, okay, all right, so, and it, it's under control. It's it's not like it's going to get any worse. But we needed to know what was happening. That this was, this is something, it's another one of those lessons that, you know, sometimes we look at things that are happening in nature and we, as only seeing it from one very strict observing point, don't realize the full implications of it. You get this kind of rain, you're uncovering things under the soil that now are being energized by the sun. So, that's that's at least what I'm getting. Yasmin's
1: saying that uh, Derek is safe, it's taken care of. So she's obviously working the eagle towards that, that area.
0: Yeah, well, I think he basically was last night when I, when I you know, Eagle, you know. But, but again, I was very much focused on his area there. And what it seems like is the area around him is still having problems. So Yasmin, make it a little bigger than I did. <laughs> You've got more jurisdiction up there. <laughs> oh, Yes, we have some amazing people that work with us all the time and you people out there that are, are listening to us that haven't maybe followed us before, so much of what we know comes from the people that have listened to what we said and then taken their own imaginations and done more with it. And then they come back and they say, oh, I tried this, you know, like like you just heard Kat talking about. And um, th- that's, it, it, it's it goes beyond just, I don't know how to explain it. It's like there's a whole group of people that are Shanghai people. I was listening to one of the shows that was with, um, you know, the transhumanism type of thing, and in the chat room they started talking about Shanghai. And I actually thought it was Mark, because Mark had given me the link. I know he listens to these people. No, it wasn't him. But, boy, that person that was making those comments got the attention of the two people that were having the conversation. Well, maybe we should, they, they were saying it was, you know, how do you protect yourself from electromagnetic? Well, you know, you can put the Shungite in your paint and you paint your room and your room is, you know, and they were like, oh, maybe we should pay more attention to this because they both knew about it. So even though we're now at this, well, what is this? This is 21, this whole journey on Shungite started in 2014. It's still going and it's still getting more and more, Known and more and more, let's say, influential in so many areas. I mean, truly, this is Shanghai is a magical, magical gift. Um, I, I'm just so tickled about the 5G response that Kat got. Yeah, we got to get her on here. Are you still with me?
1: Yeah, well, just taking notes so that, um, thing about the theshungat wall that you're talking about so that was the that was um Celeste Solem interviewing Ramola D uh, I think two weeks ago um, Ramola D has really good reports on like you know what's in the shots and talking to dr Robert o young and and finding stuff in there but she's a targeted individual and so so is Celeste Solem. but they were talking about the different weapons and like what you could do to um block or shield so they had mylar and then during the q a so you can access the interview at um the celestial report if you type that in ramola d interview it should come up it's a really good interview um it could be a little i don't know dismal or fur pornish but then you get to the end and they talk about different um shielding stuff uh solutions so i, I really liked it because then it's like okay so we know this is a frequency war we get to know the details a multi-dimensional war, so what can we do about it? Derek and Nancy give the best tools. I mean, you don't need all of this 3D hardware. It's all in, you know, connection to source, and from there, heart, and then... So I considered, I mentioned before on the show, that in, in the Marvel movies, you have the Infinity Stones the Infinity Gauntlet, and that's what Shungite is. And, and so, and with this show and in your book, Nancy, and even... Um, Derek's book coming out, whenever it's coming out, it, it shows that, uh, was it um, infinity in a finite object? So, you know, so I wanted to ask you about that is, um, what was I listening to last week. It, it, it was
0: infinite power in a finite object. Yeah, that's
1: the Andrew Bartz's thing.
0: Right. Well, so, that's what Walt also had gotten. He had gotten the same message from yeah. my guides when he was asking about Shungite. So, I mean, that's the key to it, is that it's infinite, infinite power. And that, you know, takes on a, a, a dramatic change in the way that you should work with Shanghai. With Shanghai, you can manifest anything that is within the confines of good. Whatever you define good, good as, I mean, that's not up to us, it's up to God whatever god is <laughs> you know but yeah it, it's uh I'm sorry to interrupt there but it, it's infinite power S- uh, we've been told that from two different sources that certainly didn't talk to one another <laughs> Mark
1: right so that, that guy was talking about who wrote um the CIA Cyber Weapons and Project Soulcatcher. Uh his Facebook is like Facebook.com forward slash Robert dot Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N dot nine four zero four three six two six and then latest interview was last week on the Dudes in Beer podcast about just the different weapons and, and um other fascinating stuff this secret hidden projects um Oh, here we go. So this was his his Facebook November 13th post. Um, he had a Daydream in Blue uh, song post, but it, he was commenting that, My advice to targeted individuals is to cleanse your soul, which I mean if you can create an impermeable shield of your sense of worth by lowering the seven deadly sins in your life, the AI's attacks can't harm you because your brain has no response to the insults and threats. Think of the weapon system, Satan. Uh, he I forget the abbreviation of that. But um, think of the weapon system, Satan, as a polygraph of stress detection. Not until you feel secure about your existence, it will find your weakness through a subconscious brain signal, knowing it bothers you and continues down, the, continues down that route. So that, I thought that was pretty insightful, and it's just you know, the mindset. It goes a long way.
0: Well, as you were saying that, a while back, I was telling people that, you know, I'd be laying down, about to go to sleep type of thing, and all of a sudden, I would be having these images of people I didn't even know, in, in and, you know, having experience, yeah. you know, and I said, and, I, and it wasn't me. I knew if, uh, that's not me, and so, you know, I, I'd shut it down, but I, that's not been happening to me lately. And, as you were talking about it, I thought about nanotech and and how it can send signals it's it's really they're like antennas they're like trans uh transmitters in that they're getting a signal and then they transmit it into your body. It's a step down like a transformer they get they get an electromagnetic signal coming off the phones coming off of the whatever you know that has actually got messaging in it you know uh, uh, uh it's like sending a little movie to somebody. If we could all instantaneously say that's not my thought and communicate with one another, we might find that we're having the same thought, even though it wasn't ours. Because that's what they're doing. And then, so, the if you've got a, a transformer nanotechnology in your body, it steps it down, so now your body is actually picking the whole damn thing up. And, you know, so, but... When you, so you're talking about it and I'm going through this thing in my head and then I said, okay, whatever I had in my body is now gone. That was the trans, transformer. that was stepping down the energy to be able to influence me. Now, I could shut it down with my mind saying, stop, it's not mine. Right, and stop it. But not, I haven't had any of those flicker-throughs. And so then my question to... the invisible voice I'm listening to. Uh, Okay, so what happened? And right in, it was like it went, I could see the word spelt out right in front of me, and I heard it, zeolite. I've been taking zeolite. And that's that clay-like substance that at the electromagnetic uh, level that it has a charge that attracts these heavy metal stuff, which these nanotechs have heavy metal stuff in them, and basically then flushes them out of your system. And so I'm going to tell you zeolite. We've talked about it before. Do your research. Z E O I L I T E, I think it is. But, um,. Yeah, that's very, that was an interesting, that was an interesting little, uh, oh, we're going to give you a lesson here. <laughs> okay, Zeolite. So this was a
1: really good thread in this Facebook page. I wanted to read cool. a little bit of it. That's what the um, the BBC song, Radio Sessions, um, and then that thing I just read. But um, So in the comments section, he said, the other advice, don't give the neuroweapon system more power than it really has over you. This means don't confuse real-life bad happenstance or illnesses of the body with Satan, the abbreviation, the weapon system. Yes, indirectly through behavioral changes, it can be blamed, but blaming a flat tire with a directed energy weapon laser is giving it more weapon, more power than it deserves currently. Uh, in the Satanic Bible, it states that Satan only exists because people give him the power of belief. This is a psychological mechanism that we humans can fall into, the pit of despair and loop. The military psychological warfare experts know this as well. So he was listing the uh, seven deadly sins here. Pride, humiliation, greed, destruction and theft, lust, mind control, anger and hate, directed to to divide. Jealousy, feelings of insecurity and loss of self-worth. Sloth, paralyzed through fear to get anything accomplished or learned helplessness, gluttony, comes in many forms and the fear of losing its source. Some will argue fairly that disassociation is the goal of the torture programs like MK Ultra, so a new personality can be programmed into the brain. Well, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Anyway, just reading some of his comments, it's really... I mean, some of his interviews are on uh, YouTube, but I was seeing what he was up to lately because he has pretty good regular posts on just the stuff going on behind the scenes and what's projected out here, frequency-wise. Nancy?
0: Yeah, you know, I mean... I've been at this now since, um, well, it's 2013, the end of 2013. You know, doing radio. I've been all my life. I've been you know into this woo-woo stuff and the conspiracy theories and everything. But in just thinking in terms of radio, it's astounding how many people are out there now, Mark. You know, when when back in in, in 2013 time frame, and and before that, I had a job where I I didn't really have anything to do most of the time, and I could be on Facebook all the time. There was this guy that I met through Bill Brockbrader, who some some of you know about his group, uh, Matthew Rowan, and he was in Britain. So he's up during the day. He had lost his job. It was like the 08 thing. He got knocked out. That's how far back we went. He got thrown out of the electric business because of the 08 crash. And now he's trying to get his footing and he ended up you know, looking into alternatives. So he's a newbie. And he would research all day long and post these things. And then I'd go to work, sit down, go to his site and go all day long following what this guy did because he was, you know, he was really looking for the same information. But there wasn't that many varieties of information. Now, it's like I'm, I'm finding out about people that I had no clue even existed. It's, it's like our universe, Mark, is expanding. Us, the alternative Internet, it's like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And 60, 600,000 people watch CN, No, MSNBC? 600,000? Where do all those people go? Well, a lot of them went to, to Fox. But I think a lot of them have gone to alternative sources. I'm really feeling very, very comfortable in the idea that this new awakening—we're we are really into it. More and more people are just coming awake. You can feel it, you know. But I'm also seeing it, and how much information is out there—it's like mind-bending. <laughs> so much fun. Uh, so, see now they're talking about Satan, Satan again. I saw another TV show. Like, what the heck was it that I was watching? Another thing they're talking about Satan. Satan is, is oh oh oh. It was on Fox. It was uh, Winfield Winford. He's a black man and he's a uh, uh, has a podcast and everything. I really like him. And he's was on with Tucker. Gee. And I've seen this guy interviewed by a lot of them, but. He's always very, very, I get a lot of insights into a lot of different questions. He just is very, very solid in his ability to look at both sides of the story, you know, and and very impressive. And he started talking about Satan. And, you know, we have to come to the realization that Satan exists. And, and, I mean, it was like totally off the wall. I'd never heard him go that place before. And he's doing it with Tucker. <laughs> so there's definitely... Uh, I've always felt that I would learn something. And then I would get to a... Well, I haven't always thought this. This is how what how I figured... I mean, I finally figured this out. So you've got a lot of things happening, you're learning a lot, you're getting really excited about it, and then all of a sudden everything seems to stop. And I would fight it. I'd go, what happened? You know, come on, come on, we were having so much fun. Come on, let's go, let's go. And it was like, no, no, no. And I finally realized that we go through these bursts of, of intellectual aha moments where everything starts to make sense, everything starts to move, and you're going crazy, and it's so much fun. But you're only a very small slice of humanity in the universe. You get so far, and you can't go any farther until the rest of the people catch up. So once the people get what you got, and you got the... It's like the foundation... the learning and it's there again then that propels you with the energies to be able to go higher and i think of ourselves as pathfinders you know in, in a military operation and you're going through the jungle you got one dude that's out there in front of everybody else the pathfinder just quietly checking checking Checking, seeing what's happening. Yes, we can go further. It's the same sort of thing. We go out before the rest of humanity does. So I'm seeing us getting um, more and more of a let's say let's say we've opened up a new chapter, and the chapter's title is Satan. The folk you know, in, in, a, in a good story, you don't really know who the arch enemy is many times many times it's the person you weren't watching that's really the power behind something and when you look at the Satan thing it does what a good novel will do it starts to take away the people that really aren't the the arch enemies you know they start falling away and you become more and more focused on certain players and I think that that's what's happening is that people are waking up to the fact that what we're seeing is so beyond the comprehension of what we understand as being human that it must be something outside of our existence something outside of us I don't think that human beings left by themselves can do the things that we see them doing. Very few of them. So, are they being possessed by evil? I would have to say yes, and I wouldn't have said that before. But I do think that when we look at the the subject of all of this, we've got people who are being manipulated or are brain-dead to the point of them being stupid. And we just don't say what. We had a long discussion. Well, I didn't have it. It was actually Walton, uh, Jan, Shaw that were having it. But they got into the concept of, you know, like, are the, what, are, what are these people that seem to be so easily controlled? Are they human? Are they connected to a God source? Are we connected to something that keeps us from falling into the pits of this? Well, maybe it comes right down to, you know, a simple... No, they're being controlled by Satan. And if that's true, that certainly makes things much clearer. And I'm not saying that this is true. I'm saying this is a view of a possible reality. That all this evil is really... Because of Satan. Satan might be working through the reptilians, Satan might be working through the Rothschilds, but it's Satan. And then you go, what what what's Satan? What 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 are we really talking about here? And sure, we could go on for, you know, the next ten shows about Satan. But I've come to the conclusion that it really is The difference between God, okay, the creator of biological life, and Satan, the creator of artificial silicon life, biological carbon-based silicon is where you get your AI, where you get the Satan. That the Satan energy is behind the AI. And if you look at it that way, then you go, hmm, that's interesting. Because that seems like something that you can probably influence. Can AI operate in a environment where biological life is manifesting the what? The thought, no, you can't. Can silicon-based thought overpower biological thought? No, I don't think it can. And I'm saying that not because of a spiritual belief in God versus the devil. It's simply, I don't see that as being the basis for life in the playground that we're in right now. Maybe there's some place where silicon-based life is going to be superior to the carbon base, but not here. Not with Gaia, not with, with, you know, all of the nature spirits, and, it, no, it's all carbon-based. So, in this environment, they can try, but they can't succeed. That's why we say God wins all the time. Biological life, human life. Trust me, people, we are very, very powerful. No, don't trust me. (laughs) You know, I'm only giving you my opinion of reality, but reality is what we think it is. And I sure think a lot about reality. Mark, are you still with me? (laughs) Maybe not. Mark? (laughs) Okay. Computer froze. (laughs) He's computer froze. Oh, no. All right, so um, all right, so, computer froze. AI uses carbon, that's why we're moving to a silicate matrix. What do you mean AI uses carbon? Sam, I need you on the show. Sam, Sam Squatch is one of our chatters, and he is just absolutely full of information. Oh, for DNA construction, he says. Huh interesting. Anyway, so Mark is uh, frozen. I'm sitting here talking to you guys. We've got ten minutes. Ten minutes left. Maybe he, maybe he'll be able to unfreeze his thing. And I'm going to. What am I going to do now? What kind of messaging would you like people to have? I seem to be here by myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dolly says she's going to choose God. Are you back, Mark? Nope. Sounded like somebody was coming back. Anyway, okay, so... um, What to, what to say about where we find ourselves? Hello? There he is. Okay, okay. You're
1: not stuck okay, I wanted it. to read, um, what was it, uh, what was the site, dudesandbeer.com, um, don't want to go into any other apps, I, I think I was trying to, trying to download the link to the, okay, it's uh, dudesandbeer.com forward slash tag, forward slash doctor dash robert dash duncan, forward slash, uh, apparently they're going to do um, middle of December, like a uh, round table of, different um, neural weapons and targeted individuals, organ harvesting, human trafficking. So that's like a cool episode in, in their podcast there. But I wanted to read what I was referring to, the um Dues and Beer podcast, um, November 9th um, episode, Firewalls for the Human Brain and Targeted Technologies with Robert Duncan. Um, so we authored How to Tame a Demon and Project Soulcatcher to discuss the technologies behind products like Neuralink and other brain and machine interfaces, as well as the necessity for a firewall for the human brain. With the rapid movement towards AI and transhumanism, how long will it be before we see direct hacking of the human brain, dreams, free will, and more? Is it already happening? Do these technologies already exist? And so they exploring the concept behind technologies of control <clears throat> and targeting tech with Whistleblower Robert Duncan. Um, yeah, but his Facebook page is awesome. So... Again, we're very fortunate to have you know the uh, Cosmic Rally Group and then Shanghai and then the different energy, you know, because uh, I've always said the um, the electrical precedes the physical and the astral prece- the electrical precedes the chemical and the astral precedes the the physical. So, you know, we're going into, I mean, energy, life force; those are byproducts of consciousness, and then what precedes that is, of course, source. So. You know, we have connection to that through heart and um, the energy tools of of creating the C60 shield. So, yeah, just different things to play with, different tools in the toolbox the universe gave us. So, grateful to have Sam there to educate us and Sam Squatch in in the chat for the different references and and multidimensional perspectives. So, people should also check out the simulated multiverse by... Riz Verk, he also wrote the simulation. Um, thing was called about the bridge between because he's an MIT tech guy. Um, who, you know, he's retired now and is writing all of these books bridging spirit and science. So, um, check that out on YouTube. And and he does get into pretty deep spiritual stuff and 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 crossing that bridge. So um, I really like his. The book just came out a few weeks ago. I just got it, but been delving into his. Uh, I think Rizwan Burke, I think his, his name is. So really gets into the whole simulation thing, and perfect timing with the Matrix movie coming out uh, what's next the, month. What's
0: the title again?
1: The Simulated Multiverse.
0: Simulated Multiverse. I'm assuming it's the concept that we could be in a computer system. Com-
1: what you guys talk about all the time. Uh,
0: did you... you do you yeah. uh, do you remember seeing the picture of the clouds? I believe. Well, I can't even remember where it was. Russia, maybe. But that they had the eyes. I mean, these things look like eyes in the clouds. Do you, do you ever remember seeing that picture? They're from the Astro World. No, no, no. This is way back. I mean, a few years back. This came out, and it's it looks like two human eyes looking back from the clouds. And it was a very windy, blustery kind of a day. And yet this image of these eyes stayed in the clouds. And they, I mean, there's no, oh, I don't know if I see it or not. No, it was definitely there. And they, I just saw uh, uh, this replayed on some show I was watching. But it was so interesting because even the people that were watching it you know, thought that it felt like somebody was looking at them. And they got into the concept of the multi-universe kind of thing where we we may be stimulation, we may be just computer, inside a computer doing all this. And that this was something like they're looking at the computer, you know, the the, the thing, and somehow or another we could see their eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like we're in this bubble, inside the bubble, and all of a sudden this person gets kind of close and you it focuses, you can see them. And you're being looked at by the person who has actually created you as a computer simulation. I mean, there are some wild things out there in the super consciousness of humanity. And it was just very interesting. I'll have to find that. That pic- Well, I saw it on television, actually. But I know that I saw it in the uh, on the internet when it first came out. It was freaky, freaky. So, all right. So we got four minutes here. Um,
1: What's coming up for Radio Five G uh, tomorrow?
0: It's uh, you and I with uh, Lee Dumas.
1: Lee Dundas, right?
0: Dundas. Dundas, thank you. Um, about the, um, how did that go? How how did it turn out with the, uh, it seemed like there was a lot of response. It didn't, I didn't i got to find
1: the video. I'm not sure, actually. I didn't get to go because I had family stuff to do.
0: Right, but I was getting messaging from her because I signed up on her site. You and too. it was, you know, great, you know, spectacular. So, there, and that's about all I had time to look at was that she was posting things that apparently she was happy with the turnout. And what we're talking about is that um, between the 8th and the 11th of last week, they were trying to get all sorts of different people to walk out of the job over the mandates. And not not to quit, but just to, to have a sick day. Take a sick day, take a day off, don't go in. So that you could demonstrate the power of the people if they continued with those mandates um, and again it's one of those things where it's it's something that is happening but if you take your eye off it all of a sudden you don't you can't remember that you were watching it <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i don't know um, i'll have to try to find that out but anyway we we and and really the reason that we played that was yes to to promote what was happening, but also because she is just so informative. I mean, she tells you so much about so many things, and she talks almost as fast as Starfire Tour, uh, not Starfire, uh, oh, gosh, that was a brain thing. Uh, Blue Raven. You know? It, you know how fast she talks. <laughs> yeah. You know? And Solaris Blue Raven fast, but Lee Lee does too <laughs> very fast. So
3: Yeah, you can... people should
0: do the bit
1: shoot uh butte count and maybe YouTube still has it, but it was like a two three minute thing at the council meeting of just chewing out the 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 um county government of these, these mandates and, and, and lockdown things. It was really good. That went everywhere.
0: You <laughs> you're talking about Lee. Lee of uh, Lee Dundas, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lee Dundas,
1: yeah. Uh, Orange County, California, Southern California.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. and she's a lawyer. She works with um, the children, you know, that she, um, I've got, I just suddenly realized that we're down to a minute here. Uh, she works with helping children all over the world, and just, if it, it's it's worth your time, and it'll be on between uh, four and six today, the replay. All right, so um, anything else you wanted to say? No, that should be it. Um, Thank everybody for the time.
1: Thanks for Sam and everybody in the chat room, Yasmin, Dolly, for making it more interactive, multidimensional. Thanks, everybody.
0: And later on today, we're going to have um, Cosmic Reality. Why? Okay, I've got a problem here. Okay, there it is. Okay. Um, Cosmic Reality at 6 o'clock. And we'll be doing some... Janine stuff, the tarot reader At least one show Thanks everybody for being here Be safe, we'll see you next time You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show Produced by Cosmic Reality Radio Thank you for being here Be safe